And today we, wa we really want to uh, dig into faith. Because unless you have faith for what God has said he would do for you, you won't receive. And um, we know in, in uh, he Hebrews 11 and 6, he says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible for you to even believe. So you can't please him if you don't have faith. And I know this is a, uh, a subject that some people say, well, you know, you guys talk too much about faith. But again, if faith is what pleases God, then that's what we want. We want it. And then what is it? Because as we go on in life, as we go on in life, you might have faith today, but tomorrow something may hit you on another scale. But you need faith for every day. Every day there's an opportunity for you to use your faith. Faith is acting on the word of God. Whatever his word says, I'm going to act on it. I'm going to believe it, but if you don't have faith in the word of God, then you're not acting in faith and you're not pleasing him. So uh, in Mark 11:22, and pastor tells us, don't let a familiar scripture become familiar. Amen. So it simply says Jesus. And if you've got your Bibles, if you have the red letter edition, it shows you that's Jesus speaking. And Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God. Well, you say, well, that's kind of easy for you to say, but that's what he wants us to have. He wants us to have the God kind of faith. That's what that is in another translation. Have a God kind of faith, faith that moves mountains, faith that believes the impossible. So I even looked up in the regular dictionary what uh, faith is, and faith basically is confidence or trust. So sometimes you kind of juggle it. If I have faith, do I trust? But the scripture tells us uh, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So that's where faith kind of comes in. Faith and trust and having confidence in, 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 in a person or a thing. Having faith. I have confidence. I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I don't lean to my own understanding. So this if while we're talking about healing and we're talking about faith for healing, you can't lean to your own understanding because your own understanding is saying, this is in my body. This is what the doctor says. This is what is in my family line. This is what uh, everybody in my generation gets at this certain age. So we're trying to help you to get past some of the, the thinking that we have. Okay, what we want to understand is have faith in God, trust in the Lord. So, and again, we're trusting in his word. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own, own understanding. That's why we try every, every, those that have been here, we're good to see those that are just coming. Uh, we, we try to put more word in you. We try to choke you with the word of God <clears throat> concerning healing, to choke out all the doubt that you would have that it is God's will for you to be healed. And he, he gives us, he wants us to have faith in him. First of all, that, that is his desire for us to walk in health. Again, um, there's people that go through different things. We, I've shared different testimonies of things I've had to fight through physically. But I knew it was God's will for me to be healed. 
for, for me to win in this area. And that's why I can share with you. I'm not telling you're never going to get attacked. I'm never telling you that you're not going to go through anything. But I need you to understand that you don't have to stay there. And you can have the right kind of attitude and the faith in God that it is his will to deliver you. So again, faith is confidence or trust in a person or thing. So you got to know somebody before you can trust them. Before, you know, people can be very nice. They can put on a nice front before you. And then the next thing you know, your, your heart is all big and, and open. Oh, they're so nice. And then you, but you don't put them in your house soon as they smile. You don't just uh, oh, 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 turn your car keys over to them. Um, you don't do that no more. Some of y'all used to do that. <laughs> oh, he said he loved me. He said, I'm cute. No, you, you put your confidence in people you know. And that's what healing school is. We want you to know God, first of all. We want you to have faith in God. Know who he is. Grow in who he is. As you grow in who he is, then everything he says, every promise. Scripture talks about how Abraham, we're the seed of Abraham. And Abraham was a very blessed man, but he did what God told him to do. You look in chapter 12, 13, 14, God said, get away from your kindred, get away from your family, and I'm going to show you where to go. And he obeyed God. Well, sometimes, and again, he had some experience with God and he trusted God. He trusted God to be able to do what God told him and he moved from his kindred and he says, and I'm going to show you a land. And then he says, everything you see that I have, I have this for you. I have it for you. So all the, the blessings of Abraham are belong to us. But we have to have faith, and we got to follow what he tells us to do. Faith is acting on the word of God. If he says it, it's real. And then, but we want to give you the word. We want you to have some experience with God, and we're going to get into that a little later. So again, faith is confidence or trust. In a, in a person or thing, and this is, again, the dictionary's version, is belief that is, based, that is not based on truth. For we know in Hebrews 11 and 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Turn in your Bibles. I know. I want to just take for granted that everybody knows. <clears throat> Hebrews 11 and 1. And... Um, so this is what we're talking about. Some things uh, you're using your faith for. So we're having faith for healing. Faith is the substance of things hoping for. I'm hoping for my healing. I'm believing for my believing, my, my healing, my deliverance. Faith is the substance of things I'm hoping for. And it's the evidence of things. I don't, I don't may not see it, but it's the evidence of things not seen. So the healing is for us. So again, belief is based on, it's not based on proof. I believe what the word says and uh, is belief in anything or a code or ethics or anything on that line. So uh, in Matthew 6 and 30, I want to show you some other scriptures that deal with faith. God wants us to have faith. He wants us to have faith in him and his word uh, more words you get, the more faith gets built inside of you and doubt gets pushed out. We want doubt to be pushed out. 
and, um, and God is faithful. Okay, so Matthew 6, 30. Anybody there? Matthew 6 and 30. And I know this doesn't talk about healing right here, but it's just showing you uh, how faith works. It says, wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So basically, he's talking here, if God is going to take care of the grass, that it's going to wither and dry up, won't he take care of you? And, and all through, and again, I, I'm going to go through some of the healing scriptures again, but these, this is just talking about he wants to take care of you. A part of taking care of you is you walking in health and being able to get around and be able to function in this world and without pain. Amen? And uh, God is faithful in that area. So he says if, if he took care of them, take care of the field, how much more? And then he tells us in one of the scripture right around there, he says, and take no thought about tomorrow. See, sometimes we're tripping about, but what, what about when I turn this age? Or what about what's uh, going to happen uh, when I deal with certain things? I'm going to run into certain things. No, take no thought about tomorrow. Tomorrow got enough challenges in itself. So he tells us all through scripture how to walk through. And that's why we're so glad that you guys are here. You, there's so many scriptures that tells us just follow, like Abraham did. You know, it wasn't easy for him to just leave everything he's used to. And this is where we're coming into faith is we're, we're leaving what we're used to. We're used to hearing that God doesn't do this. God ain't concerned about what you're dealing with. I went to a church that kind of let us know, you know, that we don't believe in, in the healing stuff and we don't believe. And so uh, I thank you, Lord, for showing me this, if your word says it, then I believe it. So then also in uh, Mark 5.34, Mark 5.34, this is why we want your faith to build up, be built up, Mark 5.34. And he said, he said unto her, daughter, I know some of y'all still turning, and that's fine. I want you to take your time or jot down the scripture. Move too fast for you. Just jot, jot, jot it down and get back to it. Mark 5, 34. And he said unto her, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in what? Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And I know some of you are saying, well, that's, that's her. He told her to go, but Jesus is saying, I'm the God that heals you today. I'm the God that heals you and takes sickness away from you. And I can show you that uh, in Exodus 23, put that in your notes, Exodus 23, 25, and 26. That's where you see that. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. And then it says, and the number of your days I will fulfill. See, when you hear the different scriptures, you say, wow, I can put my faith in that. I can believe it because he said it in Exodus there. I will take sickness away from the midst of you and the number of your days I will fulfill. It's good to see you, Priscilla. We're going to have to hear from you because God did some mighty things for you and is still doing in you. 
Amen, because he is a faithful God. We don't know the different things we're going to face from day to day, but when we have our faith in God, he shows up for us. In uh, Luke 7, 7 through 9, we're going to hit that in the King James. Luke 7. I'm so glad that the Lord taught me faith. But I know faith comes in different ways and different people have faith. But faith comes by what? And hearing what? The more word of God you hear. And it's so important, family. And I applaud each one of you, whether you're going through something physically in your body right now, put it inside of you because it's kind of, as Tommy was saying on last week, it's kind of hard to, to speak the word of God or try to find scriptures when you're going through the battle. You need to have it already on the inside and, and know that God's word says it. And you say, he says, uh, the confession should be the confession of your mouth. Say what you're believing for because when you're going through it, you, you tend to say, you know, this is going on and this is going on. Where are you, God? And this and that. But when you have the word on the inside, Lord, I don't know where this came from. And I know this happened for me. Lord, I don't know where this came from, but it's got to go right back. And then, and then when it comes to certain things that hit my body, no, this is, you know, devil, you got it wrong. You at the wrong address. I'm not accepting that package. I mean, I'm not, not to be cocky, but it's just when you kind of, you, you, you know, certain things come and you got to, and it's by faith because right now you're dealing with the situation. Right now you're dealing with it, but you talk to that spirit and you just say, no, no, you got to leave here. And then by faith, you <clears throat> grab a hold of it. And God has been faithful. Amen. So uh, Luke 7 and 7, and it says, Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come to thee. This is the centurion soldier. He says, wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee. He said, but say in a word, and my servant shall be. What? In verse 8, for I also am a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. Verse 9, and when Jesus heard these things, he marveled. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned him about, and said, Unto the people that followed him, he said, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. So this uh, soldier, he said, you don't even have to come. Just speak the word. Just speak the word. So he had some kind of knowledge already that if I could just hear the word of God, that things will change in my life. And... He just said, because I, I, I understand authority. I understand, you know, you can't be everywhere. I, and, and I got people under me. So I ain't asking you to, to actually come. But just speak the word. And Jesus marveled at it. See, I want to be pleasing to God. I want that faith that pleases God. By, by him saying that, it's like, that's, that pleased God because he knew that they really believe me. 
And it's, it's, understand what I'm saying. It is no condemnation when you haven't been taught. If you haven't understood what the word says about it, then you just have to grow in what the word says. And that's why we have this healing school here so that we can help build your faith to low that, you know what? He says, I'm going to tick. And he says, the number of your days I will fulfill. So you can stop talking about, well, you know, my family, my parents died at 45 or 52 or 69 or, you know, or, or if I could just make it to a certain age, then I'm fine. We want you to have purpose in your life. I don't necessarily want to just be here to just say I got a, 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 a rocking chair that I can rock in. Okay. You know, and thank God for Netflix and some of the different things. <laughs> but I got more purpose in to sit back and just, I want to I help people. I don't know about y'all, but I have never seen so many people in need right now. And in need in different areas. Need to know that God cares about them. Need to know that he's in the healing business. Need to know, yes, you may be going through something physically in your body, but he sent his word to heal you. And he wants you to walk in health and he wants you to know that it is his will. And if it's his will, and in First uh, John it says, and this is the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. See, and I'm, 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 and I'm looking around because I want all that doubt out of you. This is the confidence, the trust, the confidence, the faith that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will. So I got to wash out all the doubt that says, well, I don't know if it's his will. I just showed you. I asked anything, if I ask anything according to his will, it is his will to heal you. He said, I will take sickness away from you. And in Deuteronomy 7.15, I will not put any of these diseases, Deuteronomy 17.15, I will not put any of these diseases you are afraid of on you. This is another translation. But I will take all sickness away from you. See, some people are saying, I don't know about y'all, but you've heard people say, God put this on me to teach me something. He wanted me to be more humble. He wanted me to go to the hospital so I could talk to the person in the next bed. Well, if we're in the hospital, sure, let's talk to somebody in the next bed. But don't say that God puts you in the hospital. I'm just saying, this is some of the thoughts that people tell you and things that you've been around, things you've been raised around. But if you understand and have faith, God said, have faith in God. Have faith in his word. And I'm, I, got, I got so many scriptures to show you that you can put your faith in. And you say this out of your mouth, just like uh, uh, in Proverbs 91, it says, and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress. Psalms 91, I will say, no, I, you know, he's a shield for me. I'm going to say of the Lord, he is my refuge, he's my fortress. I need a fortress. I need somewhere to go right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going through something right now. I'm going to say, and you say that you're healed. You say what the word says. 
And then uh, Deuteronomy 11. Did I give you the scripture for um, Deuteronomy 7.15? I believe I told you, right? I will put, I will not put any of the diseases on you. Diseases, put any of the diseases you are afraid of on you, but I will take all sickness away from you. The more of these scriptures you put on the inside, and you say them, and then again, I'm talking about faith because sometimes you're saying it by faith. Right now, you're going through it. Okay, you're dealing with it. But have faith in God. Lord, I have faith in your word. I'm not just saying it because Sister Godot told me to say it. I'm not just saying it because Pastor told me to say it. This is God's word. And if he says, I'm going to do these things for you, then we put our faith in him that he will. And we brought this out last week, uh, Deuteronomy 23 and 5. He uh, said, I, uh, and Nehemiah 13 and 2. Again, I want you to take these down and go back over them and push them in the devil's face when he tries to tell you that you're not healed. And he says, I turned the curse into a blessing unto you because I loved you. It was a curse. A curse might have been trying to be in your family line, but I come against it in Jesus' name. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 and 6, 61. I have redeemed you from every sickness and every plague. See, when we know that, then we can have faith in God to have a long, healthy life. And I like this one. I like all of them, but Deuteronomy 33, 25. As your days, so shall your strength be. <laughs> Deuteronomy 33, 25. As your days, so shall your strength be. Amen. All right. So faith Faith, we use faith all through our lives. I don't know about y'all. When Jesus saved me, he changed my life. We were saved by faith. Through grace, by faith are we saved. Not of ourselves. It was a gift of God. Okay, turn me to that scripture. Um, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. See, we can understand when we kind of give some familiar situations. Anybody in here was changed when God changed your life, when he saved you? Did you see a change in your life? Okay. So if he, he did that in your life, he's the same one. If he can change your life by saving you, he can also Heal your body because a part of the redemptive package in salvation is health. Health and healing. Anybody there who has Ephesians 2, 8 and 9? You got it? Yeah. I'm going to read it real loud. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It says, for by grace... <coughs> sorry. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not that... Wait, and not that of yourself. It is the gift of God. 9-2. Um, not of works, least any man should boast. 
Okay, so it's nothing you did, nothing you can boast in, but it was by grace, God's grace. His grace is there for healing. By grace are you saved through faith. We're talking about faith right now. It's a gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. The gift of God for healing in your body, for physical health, it all comes in salvation is the redemptive package. So I can believe God. So we see the change in our lives because Christ came. Why? Because we hear the word of God and we do what the word tells us to do. I'm going to work very hard or diligent of not doing the things that I used to do, the things that didn't please God. God did that for us. He, he changed our direction in our lives. He gave us a mind to live for him and to, to uh, and he just, you know, you just woke up. We still have the same bodies. You know, we still have the same uh, makeup, but he changed our lives. So the same God, by grace, through faith, he changed us in there, that area. Then we need to be able to trust him for every area that he says throughout the Bible. It's not of works that we can boast. Okay, I did this, and so now I'm healed, and I'm healed. No, it's because of his grace and his blessings in our life. But it's because when we gave our lives to Christ, we began to trust him. I trust him. If I wouldn't come to him if I'm going to still run my life the way I was running it before. What, what difference does it make if I say Jesus is now my Lord, but I'm, uh, I'm doing everything and I'm not doing anything that he told me to do? So I want to take that same, because it's easy for us to see that he changed us when we were born again, but he wants to change us throughout every other area of our lives. So as you walk with Christ, in Philippians 2.12, as you walk with Christ, you should see positive change in your life. This positive change is not only what we hope for, but it is the evidence that we are working out our salvation. It's the evidence. It's the evidence that we're working out. It should be a positive change. Was well, a positive change that we're, we're, we can forgive people a little easier. Hello. Because he says, if you don't forgive men, I can't forgive you. So it's things that we, we learn how to do, and a lot of our health challenges is behind us not doing what the word tells us to do. Everything, if we hold odd against others, if we, we're allowing this world to stress us out when he says to, to uh, cast your cares upon him, that's why we hear the word of God. We need to hear it all the time because we have different things that happen in our lives, and we, if we don't cast it, then that means we're carrying it. He says, I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me because you trust in me. Going back to trust, going back to faith, getting back to knowing who he is. I'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind's on me. If your mind is on, oh, look at my condition, look at what I'm going through. You know, they don't care nothing about me. People are trying to, you know, take advantage of me. No, keep your mind on him. So as you walk with Christ, so good works are evidence of salvation. We do them with the proper, when we do them with the proper motivation. Amen. Priscilla is here. We are so grateful. God supernaturally come this way. You mind sharing something with us? I am, I am so grateful for this woman of God. Um, we call her Sister Temporary. All right. Yeah. 
Amen. But uh, she's temporary because she's still a powerful woman of God. We say she's temporarily in this chair. All right. But uh, I want her to give a little testimony what God did for her. On the first Saturday of February, shortly before 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I was crossing the uh, a little uh, crosswalk coming out of Frenchie's, the side door that faces the other building, not the one that faces West El Camino. But I need to tell you that in November, before I finish telling you that, um, I had a dream, and in the dream, I was gonna cross that same street. And in that dream, a car came turning left, and it was a red-colored car. It was like a sedan or something. I don't know my cars, so it just came, and it hit me, and, and I had passed, and I saw my service, and I saw several of the faces in this room right now. So you're saying you saw... In the dream first, in, in, in November, and I said, I woke up from a sleep and immediately rebuked it, and I never said, you know, I, I would not receive that. Mm -hmm. I knew better. I said, no, I'm not receiving this. So every day I would wake up, I would say, now, Lord, I just cancel that, that tragedy, that premature effort to shorten anything you have for me. So on the first Saturday of February, I was coming out of Frenchie's, and I went to go across the street, and Brother Tommy Thompson said to me, oh, I'll go with you because I got to go get something from Walgreens. So he got on the little yellow part of the, the crosswalk. And, and as he did so, um, I was going to go because he was right there. And then he said, you know what? I forgot my sunglasses. I'll be back. And, and I thought, oh, I said, that's okay. I'll go. And, and I looked both ways, nothing. I got to the middle of the crosswalk, nothing. And the last four squares, if you go over there at that crosswalk, it's painted in big, fat, white squares. And the last four squares of the crosswalk, less than the distance between my knee and mom right here, out of nowhere on my left, a truck came, a huge, I only saw it out the corner of my eye, um, a big white truck. And all I felt was something grabbed the back of the wheelchair. And it spun me around in a circle. And I never passed out. It never knocked me over. My seatbelt never fell off. But I was trapped. And if you know what 18-wheelers are like, they're like taking two dump trucks and attaching them. And I say that because the top of the 18-wheelers have a, a portion of them that if you move the gear that controls them, the top of the truck comes down. I was sitting here, all right, in that space. You could see me from the back and the front, and my leg had gotten hit by the axle, and um, I never felt the pain of it, but I felt the pain on my arm, and I realized this man is gonna try to keep going. And I said it as loud as I could, I'll live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I, I knew, I said, no, I remembered. All of a sudden, I remembered, oh, no, 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 no. You're not killing anybody today. And I, I, and I, I said it without, you know, we laughed, but I really, I really did say it like that. Because it's in you. Amen. Because it's in her. 
You know, you're going through something, you never know what you're dealing with, but what, that came out of her. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. She's my mom, and she's apologizing. That's who I learned it from. And I tell you, that's why she introduced me as temporary, because the word of the Lord came years ago. Okay, and we know. Right so we thank God. Amen? Amen? No, 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 no. Finish. And so um, the doctor said um, the leg was, uh, it's broken in um, three places. Okay, before she gets there, because of, you know, Tommy, she didn't, the man didn't even know she was connected to his truck. And he, and he could have came down, he could have let down, and she was right in the middle there. So Tommy was hollering and, and hollering at the man, and I believe he ended up jumping on the truck or something. Yes. Okay. And, uh, Brother Tommy Thompson jumped on the back of the truck, unbeknownst to him that the neighbor, exact same size, I will show you the picture of both the neighbor and Brother Thompson. Minister Thompson jumped on the back, and the neighbor saw me being dragged a block and a half, and he's the same size, and he jumped on the front of it, and proceeded to try to get the man's attention from the windshield and pull him out. And had they both not done exactly that, the next thing that was gonna happen was, where I was sitting, he was gonna stop the truck, and in doing so, let that go down, right up on top of, I had the tire right before. And so, um, I have to tell you, it is very important to be led by the Spirit of God. Please, please listen when pastors are telling us, even if you don't get it right away, remember, remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing. We don't get it the first time, but you will get it. And you're the one that can keep it. You can keep it. If you couldn't keep it, if God were a respecter of persons, it would only work for them, but it works for all of us. It works for all of us. Take the time to learn to work it. I'm alive today because the word works, but I have to be responsible and work it. It will work for you because you have need of miracles. This is an absolute miracle, and I'm so excited because if God can do this, oh, watch out. Here it comes. So they end up, um, so you did get some damage to your leg, and they did some surgery on your leg, but she was just speaking the word all through it, and you know, I'm getting back, you know, I'm trying, I want to get back to church, you want to get back to church, but they, they wanted her to go to the rehabilitation place, and she did that, she did what she was supposed to do, but God um, healed her ahead of time, I mean, she was ready to go, they just, you know, wanted her to you know, be careful in how she would do it because she's a woman of faith. She, you know, she, all she sees is what God is doing already. But she's a miracle, and we, sh we surely thank God for sparing her. Anything else you wanted to share? Um, only one more thing. When they gave a report the first day, okay, and I understand we believe the report of the Lord, but they said, the doctors, now please, doctors have their place as you progress in your faith, okay? So don't, don't be on yourself. If, if the doctor is what God is using, I mean, wheelchairs and crutches and stuff like that, they're just tools. Right. When you don't need them anymore, then that's fine. But if God is using them, because I couldn't have done what I do. I couldn't have traveled and preached all over and everything like that. So God used it. But I got to tell you what, they said, you will never be able to stand on that leg again. 
and um, I just heard them, you know, whatever. Well, I went for x-rays last week, every week at Davis, every Tuesday since February. And this last week they said, we want another x-ray in three weeks. But Priscilla, they said, uh, what have you been doing? I said, well, why do you ask? I said, can you feel your foot? And I said, yeah. They said, can you move your foot? I said, yes. They said, does it hurt? I said, no. They said, you know, you're not diabetic and you don't have high blood pressure. We don't understand how that impact of injury did not affect the rest of your leg. Well, we understand why that impact of injury did not affect the rest of my leg. And so I thank God because, you know what, they had to stop and listen to what I had to say. Okay? And you know, I had to say that the report that I was believing was what the Word of God said. And so I'm going to go back on Tuesday and they want another x-ray, but the doctor and his daughter are the two attending physicians and the daughter said dad you know what we told her she would never walk on this maybe we spoke too soon <laughs> amen amen and as i and as she was saying she uh, she gets on the plane she flies to different texas LA all different places she has speaking engagements the Lord is using her even though she gets away around in her wheelchair she is doing the work of the Lord she's a powerful woman of God and the enemy tried to whew, take her out and that's something she had that dream before and she came against the dream you know sh showing her she said she saw the whole funeral and everything but and then and then it comes to pass and then she says she shall live and not die and that's exactly what happened amen so god is faithful so glad to have you back and we're believing for abu to come back he's one of our one of our faithful um, healing school persons and we're looking forward to them to him too anybody else have a testimony amen okay all right god is faithful some some of you need to hear what what is Can everybody hear? Okay. Okay. They need to they need to record it on the microphone. Okay. And I um I, I, sometimes I suffer from bleeding hemorrhoids. They bleed internally and they don't usually hurt, but they I lose blood. And somehow I don't understand it, but I got an attack on Sunday. And I and, and it was it, if it, and they were still inside, but they were hurting. And I had a hard time getting to church. I said, I'm going anyway. I came to church and I, they were doing praise and worship. I couldn't stand. I had to sit. And I sat and Pastor preached. And uh, all of a sudden, I wasn't hurting anymore. And Pastor's a very controlling minister from my perspective. And you just don't stand up and start shouting, I feel better, I feel better. Well, that's how I felt, but I didn't do it. So I texted Dr. Brenda and told her, that uh, I was healed from that. So I'm coming to church to healing service. And what happens to me today is that the hemorrhoids start hurting. They weren't bleeding, they just start hurting. I said, devil, you are a liar. You have done enough to me and this is not happening. I had to sit down, 
but I am here. And that's the only reason I'm getting up is so you can see I'm here. And when you are healed, you still have to take your stance because the devil will bring it back to you. He will do anything he can to do to get you to take it back. And I do not take it back, hurting or anything, I do not take it back. Because I said, I'm going to healing school, and if Dr. Brenda has to pray for me, she has to pray for me. I'm going, and I'm here, and I thank the Lord for it. Good morning, church. Um, my name is Renee Atkinson, and I attended this church in 1996 with Mother Cadell. I used to go to her, ba her Bible study class, and I was addicted to crack cocaine, but I had a different kind of attitude because I thought I was so much better than everybody else because I would dress up. I had this facade that even though I got high, I was so much better than everybody else because I had a home. I had the best of both worlds. You know, I had everything in, in my addiction. And I also had seven children. So that was a, a battle, but my children were so well behaved. We came out here from San Francisco, California. My mother was murdered uh, by one of her church members and carjacked. Um, in 1993. So with that being said, I continue to battle with my drug addiction because I didn't have a mother anymore and I missed that because she was able to help me three times a week. She worked at United Airlines in Oakland, California, but also she worked at St. Luke's Pharmacist in San Francisco. Well, eight years ago, um, God, is, God is amazing, I'm telling you. Eight years ago, my um, my daughter had a baby, my 31-year-old daughter had a baby, and her baby was born with a bad heart. And they rushed us from UCD to St Stanford. And my daughter is very quiet because she was struggling with something uh, when my mom passed. And so my daughter said, Mom, why did this happen to me? You know, I never did anything to anyone for my baby to be born with a broken heart. She said, I never did drugs. I never drank alcohol. I never did anything. So with that being said, we went to the Ronald McDonald house in Stanford, California. I left everything, my addiction behind, my home, everything. And I took the liberty and I took a stand for her because she didn't have a voice. She didn't even know how to speak. And I spoke for her, you know. She learned how to medicate her child and deliver everything that her baby needed for her heart. And we came back home in 2008, but we came home with hospice. And when we got there, they said that they, could, they had done everything they could for her child. But I couldn't understand, God, you gave me seven of them. And I was addicted, and you did everything. You mapped my life out for me. In terms, the baby died five years ago. Then I battled with that. That was a lot came home and my 35-year-old's daughter, her son got hit by a car on El Camino and how, seven years old, it killed him. I battled with all this, so I decided I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna be a counselor, I'm gonna be everything that I could be in my life, what I needed to be. I needed to help, and I needed to learn how to heal my children, my daughters. In terms of that, God blessed me with two homes I paid cash for, mind you, he gave me everything that I didn't have, but I think he kind of gave me too much because 
there was, there's always something with money. Everybody needs money. Everybody wants money. And he gave me so much of it in 2010. Um, I started battling with another addiction. I got a, a separated from my husband in 2016. I started battling with gambling. I learned how to gamble. I learned how to cover up everything. And I lost a lot, but I saved my home. Graduated from drugs and alcohol. I've been a counselor for the last uh, seven years. Um, been trying to stay focused with the family because everybody needed me. And I had no one. I turned to God, but even, he didn't let me down. He just told me to sit down somewhere and be patient. You know, let him take the wheel and be in control of my life. I didn't know how to do that because I'm always running because I got 15 grandchildren and I'm always trying to help everybody, you know. So with that being said, um, seven months ago, I learned how to sit down. I don't have any money. I don't have any money. But I am so grateful. I'm so grateful because money can't buy love, couldn't buy happiness, couldn't buy another heart, couldn't get my grandson's life back. But I am so grateful that nobody can ask me for anything anymore. Does that, does that make sense? I'm grateful to this day, you know, and Kim is my great friend and we stay together and she keeps me focused and she keeps me on, on top of things, you know? And cause she told me this morning, she said, it's okay. I said, Kim, I don't have anything. I don't have anything, but I had everything. But I'm okay with it today, you know? And my struggle to, to take care of my children, I'm okay, God. And I thank, I thank Kim. I really thank my friend for just keeping me steadfast because she always on top of things, you know? And I just want to say I'm delighted to be here and I will be back because I'm broken. I'm bruised, but I'm not broken. Does that make sense? And I'm gonna get it together because I'm starting. I'm starting all over now, but it's it's good. And I just want to thank you. I thank everybody. You know, in in healing school, we share different testimonies so people can understand because we help each other. And I know, you know, God loves you, and and um, He's going to restore everything. He's, but he's going to restore it the right way. Kim is in your life to bring you back to God where, where you know your help comes from. And you, you, know, you realize that the money and the gambling and the drugs, but God still bless you with beautiful children. And, and you're going to help be, be that light. Pastor's talking about the light that we are to be to the world. And you, by you being your counselor, you're still counseling? All right, okay. Amen. So we're just going to keep building you up. And again, as many of you have testified, you've helped encourage other people that the word works, you know, so we're believing that God is healing your heart, you know, because this is a healing school. So all the things that the enemy has stole from you, God is healing you, getting you back on track, you know, to help your daughters, to help your, your, your grandsons and your, all your children. Amen. We have a gift here in the house. Our man of God stepped in. And, uh, you know, I can't want him to be able to share some things. Because we're talking about faith. We kind of were just dealing with faith for healing and, and, and believing God. That we, they got to know God. They got to come to a place where they can really know him so they can put their trust in him. And so, and, and we've given, Priscilla gave a great testimony. So, 
I just want you to have words and, and share what, what God put on your heart since you came down to see me. I didn't know he put anything on my heart, but, but I, uh, I, I do know if you're talking about faith for healing, uh, that Jesus dealt with the, the satirian soldier who said, just speak the word, and I know that my servant will be healed. And then when we saw where Jesus was dealing with the, uh, the woman with the issue of blood, and then the other um, 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 guy, I forgot his name, came and his son or daughter was near dead. And then uh, Jairus. And then what happened with him when the woman with the issue of blood came and uh, got her hers. And she said, if I can just touch his garment, I'll be healed. And then... But Jairus uh, and Jesus was on his way to his house to minister to his uh, son or daughter. And when he was on his way, then the, the woman intervened in that area. And a lot of times when uh, you're standing in faith and believing God for the miracle, for healing, or on that basis, there's sometimes interruptions that take place. And it's not happening on the time scale that we want to. So Jesus turns around to him because they came with the bad news that your daughter is dead. And he said, uh, only believe. Just keep believing. Don't lose your faith out of the bad news. Don't let the enemy steal what God is getting ready to do. See, now I don't know about y'all, but I just got some chills on me right there on that area. Because the enemy wants to try to steal your faith because faith is what moves God on your behalf. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But we need to know that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. God is a healing God. And he, he even named himself Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that healeth you. There's another name that goes along with that. It's called Jehovah Rohi. The Lord God, that also is a healing God. And then you can all, always add him in there as Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai. All of those deal with the healing power of God because he's the God of more than enough. He said, only believe. No matter what, the, what happens or how bad the information is, don't you give up believing. So I always said, if I was in, faced in a situation, a life and death situation, and no matter how bad, because doctors feel like they just need to tell you the worst of anything. So that, I guess, they, that's what they feel their obligation is. But whatever they tell you is not the last word. Because God should always have the last word. So I always said, if I'm going out, if I'm going out, I'm going out believing. I'm going out standing in faith. I'm not going to allow the situation I said, well, he, he died believing. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's the way you should go out. If you're going to go out, go out believing. And uh, so he said, only believe because if you, if, you are, if you let that situation steal your faith, then you have nothing to be able to lean back on. Come on, y'all. So he be, believed and then Jesus went, was able to stay with him. I think that's really important 
is Jesus was only able to stay with him and do what he needed to because he had to stay in faith. And then when he got there, he found out at the time that Jesus said, it said, now you, he said, what time did it happen? Because he got there and she was healed. And then he said, well, what time? And he knew it was the time that Jesus said, keep believing. Keep standing. Don't give in to those negative words. See, I always talk about, and that is, is that there's a, a fact and then there is a faith or on that base. And no matter what the fact is, it's not greater than the power of God. So it is a fact that you're sick. It's a fact that you're in pain. It's a fact that you got uh, discomfort or whatever it is. But it's still not greater than God is. And he is Jehovah Rapha. And so he always, faith or we could say the principles of God always are greater than the fact. Now somebody might want to listen to me. You got to be so convinced that you're going to do and stand in faith that no matter how ridiculous some people think you are or how crazy they think you are for standing in faith that you don't even worry about what they got to say because when you, when, if it comes down to it, basically you're going to have the last laugh. You're going to have the testimony of what God can do. So I got a lady over at the South Campus and, um, and she had stage four cancer and they gave her the death reports and uh, actually I got two of them over there, uh, Mary uh, also. And they gave them the death reports and it's all over with. Get your stuff together because you're going to die. And she got up and she said, you know what? Uh, I kept listening to what and, and hearing what my pastor had to say about faith and believing and I kept confessing the word I kept standing on the word I wasn't bagging down and she said and, and, and then she threw this in and I kept tithing I, I never stopped my tithing I wanted to make sure I kept get my tithing in and when she said the whole thing she said when it came down to it when she went back to both of them were dealing with Stanford University because of the severity of their cancer when they came back, God totally healed her and has no trace of cancer. You would never look at her and ever thought that she ever was dealing with that area, dealing with it. But God totally eradicated. I mean, that woman is so excited. The other lady got a clean bill of health and then the enemy tried to bring it back on her. And so she's. She's still fighting, but she's still got a bigger victory because she's outlived everything the doctor said. So somebody said, well, what happens if I was believing and it didn't happen? Well, the only thing is you're going to go to heaven. And you got to believe heaven is better than where you are right now. Amen. But I believe by faith. Because God moves by faith that you're going to see the manifestation you believe in for. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Huh? amen. 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 Well, this is, yeah. Yeah. Don't go too far. Because, um, you know, we just want to be in agreement. We're just glad for some first time that, that you're here. God's word works. God's word works in every area of our lives. 
healing is what he, he desires for us. I know pastors sharing some different things. We're believing for long life. And we're believing for a life worth living. And yes, we're going to go through different things where we'll, because we can't make decisions for everybody in our lives. We, we can only take care of us. We can only uh, have faith for us. We can believe for our children. We can believe for our families, but we got to put the word on the inside of them. Because when, she, when Priscilla was sharing her testimony, you know, it was on the inside of her. We want it to be on the inside of you so that no matter what you're dealing with, that you know that you, you, you serve a, a mighty God, a all-powerful God, and it's just, it's just all inside of your spirit. You just say what, what is inside your spirit to say, and it's real. So we thank you. We thank you for, you know, taking the time to come and, and, and hear the word of God because his word is so true. But in, in uh, Proverbs, you can sit down if you want. Okay. I'm finna close. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what we need to do is in this healing school uh, is that there's so many people being attacked uh, with all kind of attacks, both mentally and physical attacks. And so we need to be a little more you. We need to be a little more aggressive and reaching out because people need help. And some people uh, have lost their whole faith that something can change in their life and that's why this healing school we started the healing school because we want to reintroduce back to people and give them an atmosphere of faith that they can come into every week and be able to uh, strengthen their faith everybody every commercial is about all the pills you need to take well let's get the pill of faith of believing God that we can get into here and get the environment so I'm asking you to make sure you do everything you can to invite and to reach out to other people and say, you need to come. So one person told me, well, I don't need to go to healing school. I'm already healed. I said, that's why you need to come because you're, you're getting yourself in the atmosphere of faith because you don't want to just be healed. You really want your ultimate goal and it's not God's goal just to heal you. God's goal is for you to walk in divine health all the days of your life. And so that comes by keeping yourself in the atmosphere of faith. Are you with me? So just ask God to use you to make sure on whenever you're around people, come to the healing school. Come and get this atmosphere of faith that you can be able to feed people. Lives going to be changed. Because I'm believing God that in this school is we're going to see some tremendous uh, healings. Some tremendous deliverances. Amen. I mean, I mean some tremendous one because we're in that era. We're in that sphere right now or that season that God is ready to demonstrate. And this year is the Holy Ghost and fire. And we want the Holy Ghost and fire to fall on all of y'all. Okay, don't get too excited. Amen. Amen. Yes, we're getting ready to close, but uh, amen. Thank you, Pastor. Unless you want to lay hands on some of us. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 We, we're glad you came. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.